0: I can't believe we're getting married. Shit, we have to plan a wedding.
1: Okay, take a deep breath. Relax. We got you. I'm Chris Cerna.
0: And I'm Ashley Aiken. And we are your wedding vendor besties, giving you permission to ditch tradition.
1: This is your day, and we're here to give you permission to do things your way.
0: Together, let's make your wedding intentional as fuck. You are listening to The Bridal Breakdown. Hello, you guys. Welcome to season two, episode seven.
1: We're already here. Seven episodes in.
0: I always trip myself up whenever I was. Like I know you six, always seven, sound so six? unsure. You're I like am. S- s-
1: s- yeah, nine. Episode yeah. ten. Episode ten. We're here.
0: Absolutely, it's because I am. I am unsure about it. <laughs> it's <just laughs> so, all moving so fast.
1: Yeah, we're here. Episode seven. Welcome, you guys. We are so excited. Re- regardless of where you're at in your wedding planning journey, we help. We hope to help come alongside you, encourage you, give you some ideas, maybe even share some laughs with you along the way. We're all about doing things intentional around here. And to kick off today's episode, Ashley, you actually told me and you actually shared on your personal business Instagram story, K B. Is it K B photo or K and photographer?
0: KXB photo.
1: KXB photo. Yeah. Shameless plug. Go give him a follow. Shameless. Uh, you shared some really, really cool, unique things from a wedding that you just photographed, and so I'm not going to steal your thunder. Why don't you tell us about this and tell us how this plays into today's episode?
0: Yeah, so we did a wedding this weekend, and it was the most beautiful, coolest, unique design. It looked that I,
1: really awesome.
0: It was. It was so dynamic. Like, and I just kept saying, like, this is the most interactive wedding reception. Oh, I love that word. That I've been to. It, I mean, it was, I I do too, but it was, it was interactive and it being interactive made it memorable. Like you're stop, you stop and you're blown away by this. So what, what it was, I'm like tripping up on my words. What it was, was a wedding reception at B29, the B29 hangar, B-29 Docks hanger, Docks, B29 hanger. I'm not sure the order of those words, but those are the <laughs> words of this venue. And Google B-29
1: hangar Wichita. Yes. And it will probably come up.
0: Yes. And this is actually the home of Doc. And if you don't know what who Doc is, Doc is the B twenty nine, which is an aircraft back from like the World War II era. And I believe it's the only oh my gosh man i should know this i believe it's the only functioning b-29 aircraft left
1: i know uh, that sounds right if you're a history buff feel free to yell at us if if we're getting any of this wrong but i feel like that sounds right it's it's a significant aircraft that has history tied to it and yeah. it might be the last one. And if it's not the last one, there are not many of them left.
0: Yeah. And it still does like air shows and stuff. And it's, it's a big boy. Like it's big absolutely incredible. So that is the centerpiece of this reception. And that the like plane itself is massive and the wings and like the, the, shaft i don't know what the heck you'd call it but that sounds so dirty but (laughs) the wing like it divides essentially the room into quadrants if you think about it so like it's in the center and then there's quadrants around the plane and not only is this the centerpiece but it's also you can like tour it so like you can go up into the plane oh that's cool take a look into like where the crew quarter goes in the cockpit like you get to go stand in the cockpit you i looked out the front of the airplane and like it right below the airplane was the bar so like i'm just like looking out at people ordering drinks like right there so cool and so like that's a layer of interactiveness that just leaves people just in awe the men were excited by the way not that everybody needs a plane but like
1: well, and something about Wichita too is Wichita, Kansas is the aircraft capital of the world. So, a lot of the people that work here work in manufacturing for planes. So, it's but if that were not the case, I still think a lot of men would be really excited oh, to tour it. Oh,
0: totally. Totally. And another cool thing is like a lot of the people that were there like or either their their dad Worked on the plane, or their grandpa, oh, that's like awesome. worked on that plane because it was built here in Wichita. That the B twenty nine aircraft. So that was really cool. Aside from that, what we want to talk about is cocktail hours and how to make your cocktail hour more interactive. Because at this wedding, not only was that an interactive part of the wedding that people like could do upon arriving,
1: even a conversation piece and starter.
0: Oh my gosh, I had so many... Conf- I was there for so long doing detail photos because of how long cocktail hour was and previous cocktail hours there before anybody else arrived. So I was talking to like anybody that just... I had so much time on my hands. Um, It was an interesting photography situation. We had three photographers for... Oh, wow. Anyways, big wedding. Regardless, I was there for a long time. Had lots of free time. So multiple people stopped me to like talk to me about the plane and how my dad used to fly B-17s, which are similar to the B-29s. And then talking to me about like boneyards where aircrafts essentially go to die in the desert. And like so many conversations with so many different people that I never would have talked to. And like, I learned that these people are from new Orleans and like huge conversation starter, like just something for people to talk about. And it might not be a B-29 airplane for you, but Something impactful and meaningful can still exist beyond doc. Yeah.
1: So you're saying that at this wedding there was a centerpiece that was not only impactful in in like the actual like layout and how it kind of like broke up the room, but it was interactive. It was a conversation starter. And there was also and that was just one aspect of this particular wedding that you photographed that had intentional interactive aspects to it.
0: Yes. Yes, thank you. The uh, <laughs> uh, you you like pull me in because I'm like th- my imagination starts going wild. I was like running out of breath. <laughs> <I was> gonna-
1: <laughs> right, right.
0: <laughs> um, but something that everybody could do that I think is really cool is they had right upon entering, like you see the plane in the distance, but. Right there was this shot wall and they, the groom and her dad and like her family, they all custom crafted this shot wall. And I've never seen a shot wall before. I've seen like, where you grab like the champagne glass. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Never
0: a shot wall. So they did this shot wall. They put like 200 shots up on it and they were like different shots. They're kind of fancy. I don't know if I'd call them super fancy, but they had like a slice of orange on it or like okay. a, you know you just know. like a garnish
1: yeah, yes a, a garnish. garnish
0: yes and so you got to select the shot that you wanted to take and then like you would take a shot and then someone else would take them and then you'd cheers take a shot and then everybody was taking photos in front of the shot wall too so not only was it interactive because everybody's going after the shots but it was also like a beautiful piece that had like their last name above it so everybody found it as like This is a really great backdrop. Right when we enter, we're wowed by this. Like we're having so much fun. People were gathering around it and they were hoping that it would go off like really well because they hadn't seen one before. And it did. Like people loved it. They were nervous. People wouldn't take shots because like not everybody is a shot person. Yeah. And they were nervous about that. But the bar was right there. So like if they didn't want a shot, they could just go over to the bar and get a drink.
1: Yeah. Well, and when you posted and showed it on your business's story page, Uh, on Instagram I was like oh my god that is so cool it looked cool like it was backlit like it I think I saw like pink lighting in it like neon lights like it it looked really nice it looked like something you wanted to take a picture in front of yeah and so here's something so and maybe we can talk about like maybe get even into intentional layouts because they intentionally placed that right at the entrance right like Mm -hmm. you walked in And you turned and there was no question about like, hey, go and do this. Do this
0: first. Yeah. Participate in this.
1: Yes. And it helped that the groom and his family were there and they probably wanted to do that. But that that already sounds like this cocktail hour, this wedding was set up to like, okay, come and experience these things that we all love and participate in the day with us. Yeah. And you feel like it was well-received
0: oh my gosh, 100%. And it just got me thinking and talking to Chris about cocktail hours in general. And the fact that we haven't talked about cocktail hours and Chris was like, wait, like what if we can help empower people to have a memorable cocktail hour versus just hors d'oeuvres and drinks and like stand around cocktail tables and talk?
1: Yeah. I guarantee you like, I mean, the, the, their wedding will be a a highlight in terms of like I I hate to use the phrase like, I don't want to use shock value, but memorable really is a better word. Like there were just things that were done with intention that were memorable. And then a lot of the room placement and decor and layout and from what you've told me. And so it's like with cocktail hour, I think a lot of people use it. Let's talk about like what it is used for and how it should be used.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think a,
1: a lot of people use cocktail hours and incorporate them and weave them into their timeline. Most times because of, Wedding photos after the ceremony. They're like, we need to give our guests something to do because we're gonna be gone for 30, 45 minutes, sometimes even up to an hour. God forbid you go longer than an hour. But <laughs> you like,
0: don't need to go longer than an hour, but in,
1: in some cases, like you know, you're looking at the 30, 45 minute hour mark. Like we need to give our guests something to do. That's where the hour, cocktail hour, comes from, right after the ceremony ends. Yeah. And so most times, and we've talked about this on the show. In some parts of the country, a lot of times in the South and in the Midwest, brides and grooms, grooms and grooms, brides and brides, they don't join the cocktail hour. They use it as a form of entertainment for their guests while they're away taking care of wedding things. Yeah. But and like sometimes the room, on the coasts, they do actually join the cocktail hour. Mm-hmm. What were you going to say?
0: Like the room flips happening. So...
1: That's too yeah. They're
0: like, well, a room flip's gonna happen, so we might as well take advantage of like more time for photos. But like, I keep saying this, and I don't know if I've actually said this on the podcast or just on Patreon. But your wedding should be about your wedding, not about your photos. Your photos should be about the wedding day. And if you have this time that the room is flipped and you've already kind of done all your photos, I think get additional husband and wife. I because I don't know that you can have enough of those but other than that it's like yes why not take advantage of more photos i get that mentality but also why not take advantage of your cocktail hour
1: can i ask you a random question right now this might derail the episode yeah uh do you think weddings should do less wedding party photos than are done like typical wedding photographers yes and that just was triggered by what you said about like those are the ones that matter like photos of the bride and groom Mm -hmm. but like somewhere along the way we got into this i say we meaning the wedding industry got into this like okay we have to be do all these gimmicky fun like wedding party photos and then potentially you know so we get i don't know i don't know what normal people are doing i mean we try to do like 15 minutes max with like bride and bridesmaids Like sometimes even like 10 minutes, maybe even sometimes like, but 15 max. And then you do that again, 15 Mm -hmm. max with the guys and then five minutes with full wedding party. I don't know, somewhere in there. So like, but what if that was only like 20 minutes for all of that Mm -hmm. instead of like this? I don't know. This might allow you. Well, actually this might be relevant because this might enable you to be able to actually join your cocktail hour.
0: Yeah. I think asking yourself, because I get a lot of feedback feedback. Uh, before the wedding day, not really after. Which I should find this out actually. This is just like a layer of vulnerability in order to find this out. But yeah, I previous to the wedding actually happening, like I've gotten comments that are like, I don't actually need, like I don't need that many, like like a few, like I want a few bridesmaids photos and like a few groomsmen photos. But like for me, I'm like, but what do you what mean by a few? few? So I'm just gonna do the normal 15 minutes. And I would, I created a new questionnaire. And it's now like a checkbox, you know, like the pre-wedding questionnaire where they uh, give me all their vendors and like their ceremony start time, that one. right? And now there's like a checkbox that's like, how much time do you want to spend on like the following items or where do you want to spend your time on your wedding day? And then they just like check a box off things. And for like there's bridesmaids photos, five minutes, bridesmaids photos, 10 minutes, bridesmaids photos... I think it's like bridesmaids photos, five minutes, bridesmaids photos, 15 minutes. And then it's like individual photos with my bridesmaids. And then yeah. I do like five minutes. And so they can, that kind of gives me an idea of really how important that is to them. And so I'm hoping that that will help me shift and be able to like not overdo it. Cause I'll overdo it on wedding day thinking that they like won all this, but then they, they don't post, but you know, three, three. Yeah. To, you know, I mean, like, I'm like thinking Max, like maybe three bridesmaids photos total and then the rest just live in the gallery wow, and they this don't is ever
1: really interesting. And you... this I yeah. I do I do feel like this is relevant now to the conversation after thinking about it because that is where some of this comes in. It's like, well, we're gonna spend fifteen minutes on family photos, maybe, like if everyone can stay put and then Yeah, that's you know, that's then... lucky right like if everyone can stay put but then we still have you know they didn't do first looks and so then we still have and and then maybe the timeline didn't even allow for bride and bridesmaids groom and groomsmen before the wedding and so now you got to do that after So you gotta with, take that like, whole hour it's just a lot to where it's like we really have to use this time versus like maybe these wedding party photos aren't even as important like to go the full 15 minutes mm-hmm. that we maybe think people. And some of that I think is like, we just want to give them enough diversity so that they can find something that like, yeah, that hits, you know? Yeah.
0: And I think that some of it, cause I'm thinking like, say they strip it down bare. Like for me, if I was a bride, I would probably be like, but they, you know, potentially they spent their money on their hair and they spent their money on their makeup or they spent their money on their dress, whatever they spent their money on. Okay, it. And they yeah. like spent their day with me and they get the gallery back and like everybody's excited to like see themselves you know for sure and they don't see very much of themselves in it and so maybe that's also part of it and why getting rid of so much some of those yeah 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 Yeah. that makes sense that's like a feeling like you need to give that back to them but i could be thinking too much into that
1: so before I interrupted you and derailed our episode,
0: <laughs> no, you're okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What, where, what was we I were we ta- were?
1: I think you were talking about uh, the room flips and like this time being devoted to the room flips, and then people going and taking their photos. Like, yeah. But and then the comment that you made was, when really, you know, if you're going to take your photos, but the bride and groom photos, those are the ones that you're really going to care about, probably more, yes, than yes, anything. Yes. So, but we were talking about how the how cocktail hour is used versus hey, here's how like. Here's a a potential ideal future that you could find yourself in, a desired future with how they're used.
0: Oh my gosh. I just had an idea. This is also not the place to do this, (laughs) but I'm doing it anyways. What if we offered, oh, this will have to be like with the website, but what if we had like a link where people could like a Calendly link where people could book a time to like talk over their timelines and stuff?
1: If you got, would people be interested in that?
0: That's what I mean. Like, would people be like, and w- I, cause I'm thinking in this and I, I always want to go like, you know, when you do a first look, like all of your photos are done. So afterwards you think, let's just take extra photos, but that doesn't apply to everybody. And so I like one of them. you then- feel like
1: sometimes you have like bridal breakdown brain where you're like, okay, I know I'm passionate about these timeline things and I know I'm passionate about intention. But then sometimes if you're not intentional about keeping that in the front of your brain, you can very easily slip into like. Okay, this is how the wedding industry has done things totally. for a while. The, yeah, and you like yeah. have to find a balance with like, like exactly what you're talking about. Like, not yeah. or ex- this whole conversation about not everyone wants that, or maybe they do want that.
0: Exactly. So I'm like thinking maybe it would be beneficial to like for people to be able to, like book a time, and um for like a small fee or something, and we yeah. like help craft their timeline, unless their photographer does it, but help craft their timeline or give them ideas to approach but we'll
1: do it we'll do it better though
0: yeah oh i mean probably <laughs> but we can also come up with like brainstorm ideas i don't know that's let us know so if you're in the private random. facebook
1: group uh or if you just want to shoot us a message on instagram we'd love to get your feedback on that but let us know like oh my god yes i'd be down for that yeah if you are interested in that and maybe we can see about incorporating something like that
0: yeah okay so so back to the combo you uh, have all this time after the ceremony because the room is being flipped. That's the whole purpose of the cocktail hour needing to happen. So what you can do is naturally you have hors d'oeuvres and beverages and everybody you're hoping to inspire conversation and you might have a couple of yard games around, right? So this typically is taking place after the ceremony
1: the bar's open mm-hmm. but let's are drinking
0: in our normal situation we're going to go very normal here so the cocktail is happening after the ceremony and the bride and groom are typically not present so your guests are going to figure things out on their own they're going to try to entertain Good themselves call. for an entire hour now you're going to hopefully can we
1: can we also just tell people your guests will be fine for an hour. Oh yeah. No matter what, they're going to be. That is the thing. I feel like I constantly have to reassure couples that like, Hey, it's okay. They will be fine for an hour.
0: They're used to it.
1: Beyond an hour. You really, I don't think you want to go beyond an hour.
0: No. Around 45 minutes is a good time for people to start like finding their seats. Yeah. yeah. But, um, anyways, anyways, so no, I think that's great. So typically the bride and groom, aren't present in cocktail hour. Um but we're going to create and help you create a memorable cocktail hour that you want to be a part of and somehow figure out a way that you get to also enjoy it. So, we have some ideas for you that are going to inspire you. But I also want to throw a complete curveball.
1: Ooh. I'm you, here. I'm here t- for it.
0: Yeah. So we have somebody who's one of our patrons. Her name is Justine. And she is great. And we talked about her wedding this past Sunday. And this was in the Patreon
1: hangout that we had.
0: Yes. And she is actually going to have like a cocktail hour type. I'm probably using completely different words than she uses, but it's inspiring this idea she's doing like a cocktail hour mingling before the ceremony like as guests start arriving for that hour where she's going to actually be a part of it and she's just going to be in a different piece of attire than her wedding dress yes Yes. so she can greet her guests enjoy her cocktail hour enjoy time with them and kind of just like flip things so she's doing that first and then the ceremony and then she's going to go change into her dress and stuff so that's also a way that you may be able to do this Maybe that'll also kick off some not so unique ideas, but I'm obsessed with that.
1: Yeah. And we've talked about this concept before on the podcast and it it just makes, I think for us, you know, we've gotten married and we've seen, you know, hundreds of weddings to where we just love the idea of people ditching, just just ditching tradition to do what you want to do and something that's more impactful for you. So,
0: And talking... (laughs) Go ahead. <laughs> cocktail hour we, we got
1: a weird vibe going on today
0: i feel that too i was like is this because i've had a cup and a half of coffee no like,
1: i i'm like interrupting you a lot more i feel like i'm interrupting you this whole episode no
0: and know? i also feel like i'm all over the place so you're okay
1: okay like i just
0: feel like that is i agree though like i feel like we're we're like a pinball machine right now
1: yeah we're like doing the, we're yeah we're definitely squirrel
0: <laughs> you know we promise
1: the content's good <laughs> we, we i know can get it i know can... guys oh my gosh these
0: these ideas are great but Before we dive in again, I want you guys to think about this. Your cocktail hour could be, you could potentially look at your cocktail hour as a way that you get to mingle with your guests because once the reception begins, it is music, it is formalities, and then it is party. And finding the time while people are on the dance floor and the music is really loud to conversate with people and mingle with people isn't the easiest if you don't get it done during dinner
1: it's not an environment that's conducive to conversations once you know dinner starts and, and all of this stuff starts because you go dinner and then you know you're kind of talking to the people at your table but maybe you want to talk to dan over at table seven but you're at table three so it it it's just hard and then finally once like okay you can get up and you don't have to observe these things that are happening then the music's loud and you're like what ah. you know, you're yeah. like yelling at people so yeah. Truly we want you guys to think about cocktail hour as Ashley explained it like this is a moment for you to interact and also weave in your personality into it because just like wedding why like we talk about that concept it's like filling your your wedding with intention your cocktail hour should also have intention beyond being a babysitting feature at your wedding it can be so much more than that and it should be
0: you just did a dang good job of reeling us back.
1: Yeah, <laughs> thank you. you. We should job. let's 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 let out some of these ideas that we have. Yes, we do have ideas.
0: So, during cocktail hour, an obvious one, and I think I might have mentioned it already, is yard games. That's easy. I put yard games out, people can yeah. giant stand,
1: checkers, giant Jenga, yep, What is yeah, cornhole, cornhole.
0: toss that sandbag, chit chat with each other, got some competition. It's fun, everybody loves that. That's easy. But now we're going to get a little more creative. Let's do it. You can have... We're going to get in food. You, you can have food trucks at your cocktail hour. I've seen this for the reception food, which is fun for larger guests that can make things take a while because...
1: It does take... That is the downside to food trucks where all 150 people, 200 people are trying, are trying, to, trying to eat. <laughs> yeah. But if people see it supplemental like a... Maybe it's more of an hors d'oeuvre snack. Yeah, like uh, fries. Truck or like or, a snacky thing. Like, yeah. You can also pick menus and you can approach a food truck and you're like, hey, we don't want full-blown meals, but we want snack options. Like, we, Pick three appetizer options that you can have there that are in addition. And people mm-hmm. love those, man. They love food trucks.
0: We have a food truck here in town, um, the Flying Stove, and they've oh my God, is, is so it good. is it truffle fries that they have that are really good? They have lots. No, they have of like good the be- I want to say they might have really good truffle fries, but things like that, people yeah. would eat it up.
1: Oh yeah, I've seen like there's wontons that people do like fusion foods that are like American mixed with like you know uh Asian Japanese kind of foods stuff like that. So you know you're feel to f- you can feel free to outside the box with that. But food trucks are a really great conversation starter. Uh, I'd recommend more than one. Yeah, um, a few. Maybe, you know, one, two.
0: If you go this route. Yeah,
1: yeah it, could, it could be really, really, it could be really good.
0: Yes, so. absolutely. On the topic of food, because food really is a conversation starter, you could have a tasting experience. And that tasting experience could be of something that you guys really like. Like, let's say you guys are huge, whiskey drinkers and you've got like a self-pour station of like your three favorite whiskeys and people can like you know stand in front of it and like ooh which one do i want to try like that's really fun for people and then they try it and their friend tried a different one and the friend's like oh my gosh did you try that one and they're like no
1: yeah yeah and this i mean you could easily do this with with any anything i mean you got the You can do beer tasting. You could do, uh, let's say, this would be kind of expensive, but if you could pull it off, it'd be badass. Like, let's say you take you pick your five uh, best tacos and you do a taco, or maybe not even five, three. You could do three tacos from three different taco places and they each do their take on uh, pork or chicken or whatever. And then people rate them. And then the experience is the rating aspect of it, like yeah. this different thing that they get to do. and yeah. But it's all done with like, the intention of creating conversation. And so if you're not a whiskey person, don't pick whiskey, uh, but maybe uh, you're, yeah. you guys are boba people do boba. I don't know. Like, yeah,
0: but that's a good one. Well, and if you think of this, like rating, you could also do like voting where let's say you guys are, let's say you're beer people and it's a few different types of beers and you've got some kegs and they're self poor and it's like really cute. You can Pinterest a way to make it cute. And then you have a bunch of bottle caps, just beer bottle caps. It doesn't matter Oh, what. my
1: God. Can someone put brews and I do's on a on a cup? Oh, my God. Did you just come I up literally with that? Ju- yeah, I just thought of that. Brews yeah. and I do's. brews and I do's. For your beer tasting cup.
0: But in front of the, uh, or like there's like a little voting station off to the side or next to somehow incorporated and people take a bottle cap and put it in which one they want to <gasps> vote for. Oh, I love that. And then visually you can see like the most popular and I don't know. just Yeah. Just fun. People get to talking and they're your favorites. It's your favorite stuff. So. It's
1: about you sharing. When it comes to this kind of thing of the tasting experience, you should really pick something that you and your partner love. And it's like, hey guys, we wanted to share this thing that we love with you, and and have you experience what some of our favorite things are. And that could be a food, that could be a drink, yada, yada, yada. It's a tasting experience, okay? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it could I be a really, really great idea to add some intention to your cocktail. I
0: was going to, because I think it could be easy to fall into the, like, we're going to do whatever is popular at the time. I don't know. Like, we're going to, let's say, let's say it's beer and you guys don't even drink beer, but you do beer because it's easy and you've seen other people do it. And so I'm just going to like pick that because why not? But maybe you guys don't like it. You know, like really take a moment. This is an opportunity that you can weave in that intention and your wedding feel more personal by going ahead and doing a tequila bar because you guys like tequila or like Chris said, boba, let's go with tea. So try to avoid the easy way out. That is what you've seen everybody else do and make it be about you. Now on this same note of making things entertaining and making things interactive and just conversations. Chris had actually seen a couple of things going around the internet on TikTok. And this actually can get people's like creative juices flowing.
1: Yeah. So we talked about like having food and drinks that people can experience. And we're going to talk about like, (laughs) this is going to sound weird to say, but like experiences that people can participate in that are more of an activity that you do and not one that you consume so there are two that i have uh one of them i saw it was a reel going around on instagram of a it was massive it was probably like eight foot by five or six no probably eight foot by five foot and it was this large rectangular um canvas that was a paint by number and they had this positioned like like in this it was at the end of it you could tell it was like a a mountain range with a river coming through, but it was a paint by number. And they had like all of the different um, different colors that you would use the tones. And they had them in like these, these paint cups and they all had paint brushes. But it's not something that you just go do in like 30 seconds. Like you would probably need to stand there or sit there for three, four, five minutes and and actually paint in your piece depending on how big it was. There were some large chunks that someone was probably going to have to stand there for like 10 minutes doing. But you get to determine what your role is in that. And not only did they have it to do when people showed up. They kind of just moved it as the day went on, it looked like, and that they even showed at night. They had a light shining on it and people were painting at night at the reception. And so it was this kind of thing that people did throughout the day. Now, and it's cool because you can kind of see it come to life as the day goes on, but specifically during cocktail hour, you can get a lot of people that can go over there and do it. And not only that, people can watch people do it.
0: Yeah. Which that's all, that's really fun. And I like how you're mentioning how it's like moving around. Cause I was gonna say, how cool would it be for that to be kind of in the center versus up against a wall? Because then people can kind of crowd around it and talk and experience like the creativity and then have just side conversations while they kind of wait for a spot to open up. And I think that that's really cool that it could be like 360. But that also reminds me of just positioning in general before we move into the next thing, which ties into this to paint by, by number. the way
1: google before we move on from this yeah. just google giant or large paint by number you're gonna find lots of websites that come up uh and i mean that they're massive so perfect you can find ranging anywhere from 30 dollars to like 150 dollars. so
0: perfect oh and it's like a cool thing that you get to like hang up on your wall it actually like i did something like that for my wedding day but it wasn't yeah like structured. it wasn't giant but it was and cool it, yeah but What I want to mention about positioning you guys is when you're thinking of where to put even something as simple as like your guest book or your photo booth that you're spending money on or did we where is this oh down there never mind I'm gonna (laughs) get to get to that one later but think about it being somewhere like right at the entrance because a lot of times I see photo booths like back in a corner and I also see photo booths during the reception which is really fun too But I think if it's at the entrance, which this wedding I was at this weekend did it right at the entrance near the shop bar, it gives people like they're like, that's open, that's inviting, let's pop in, like it's in the natural path of their movement versus I have to go all the way out of my way, away from the bar, away from where everybody is to go be secluded at this activity.
1: Here's, Here's also another thing to consider with photo booths is a lot of times you have to rent them by time slots. Like you're going to have them for two or three hours or however long they are. It is kind of a waste of your time to have them show up and be ready right as the reception starts because I see most of the traffic come the last like 30, 45 minutes that they're getting ready to pack up and leave because everyone's drunk by that point and then they want to get their picture taken. Instead of having them set up so that they're ready and they show up before your reception even starts, you could have them come set up mid reception and then have that you it would serve you better to get way more drunk photos and i don't know how this works with these companies i've seen that yeah most people get more comfortable to go in the photo booth once the open dance floor hits and they've had some drinks going in them
0: absolutely that's completely correct so next okay
1: here here is my other interactive might be my favorite the other interactive uh, element that you can add to your cocktail hour to get people talking and participating um, is having an, an intentional crossword puzzle that is giant. So think about like, you know, it it could be mounted to this large sheet of plywood. Uh, the one that we saw like was decorated with like um, florals. So it had like a wall of greenery and it looked like it was a, I don't know, six foot by five foot giant dry erase board. Yeah. It was like a, Uh,
0: like a sheet of acrylic.
1: Yeah. And so it, and it looks like they had it made because it wasn't like, it was like printed on there somehow. Mm -hmm. Um, but they created this crossword puzzle that, uh, and now I couldn't read the crossword puzzle, but my thought was, and I'm assuming they made it about them and their relationship. So you, you could do something like, uh, groom's middle name, uh, hometown of the bride, you know, fill in, you know, bride's name or whatever, like all of these things, first date that, you know, uh, couple went on. And you could just incorporate all of these really unique aspects of your relationship. So number one, it's intentional. Uh, other guests, the guests that know things about you participate in it and the guests that maybe don't know aspects aspects of your relationship get to learn things about you. And so it looked really really cool there were these dry erase markers and then, you know, people are and it has to be dry erase because some people might we'll mess up. We'll get it wrong, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they'll they'll try to write it in. So
0: yeah, it was so cool, and I think it's also a conversation starter for people who maybe don't know the answer, or they think they know, and they're like, "Hey, do you know this?" And they're like, "I think it was at this place. Like, I think their first date was at this place." And they're like, "I think it was at oh, this dude, place." I just and had an idea like, talking about it. What? That
1: could be a really good point. Like, if you made it like, "Hey, everybody, if if you guys complete the crossword puzzle." before nine PM, we're gonna have a surprise for everyone. And then you could do something like, hey everybody, now we have an ice cream bar or or French fry thing. But you're gonna give it to them anyways, but it might give incentive to like to where you have those one or two people that are like, all right, we're gonna get this prize. There are always those people that are determined. And they're Mm -hmm. gonna run around and ask like grandma, like, Whoa, what do you know what what her (gasps) middle name is, you know Oh
0: my gosh, I just had an idea. What if it's like whenever it's like, hey, the second you guys finish the crossword puzzle, and so you want to make it kind of hard, but the second you guys finish the crossword puzzle, we get to break the pinata and like the pinata comes oh, down and I then like, that. and then everybody runs after the pinata stuff. But like the bride and groom are the ones that hit the pinata probably because then you're giving a big stick to just like drunk people, Yeah, but you know, and then everybody goes after what that you is guys cool. put in the pinata. That could be really but cool.
1: in the pinata are shots. yeah. It's like individual shots. Yep. in the plastic. Oh my God. I wanna do this now. Yes. I wanna throw a party where that happens. Yeah. That's really cool. Ashley, you had found a cool idea that all ages and all like activity levels could participate in to get some conversations going.
0: Bingo. Bingo. Bingo.
1: NGO, not the dog.
0: <laughs> Who the heck doesn't love bingo?
1: Dude, people get like riled up and fired up about like screaming bingo.
0: Yes. And
1: this could easily be something that happens like, and again, not everyone has to do this, but whoever wants to participate during cocktail hour can 100% do it.
0: Oh my gosh. This could also take place during dinner. (gasps) Oh,
1: that's a better idea.
0: Like you're sitting there like eating your dinner and then like there's enough time for you to take the dauber and...
1: Have you ever seen Mexican bingo?
0: No, I don't know what that means. It's
1: called... I don't want to. It. I have to say it in a really Mexican way. Just Google Mexican Bingo, but it is Bingo with like, like very. It's Mexican Bingo. We used to play with beans in quarters.
0: It, Are you googling it? Yeah, that's just not numbers, right?
1: Yeah, it's like pictures.
0: Yeah, pictures. Okay.
1: Yeah, there's like pictures. There's like a. Oh, vase, that would be really like cool. Barrel. Like, if
0: that's part of your culture.
1: Yeah. Yeah, oh, that so, could be so you people. Did it growing up, that Mexican would have been
0: really cool boys. for you.
1: I know. We love it. it. And it's something that we used to do at Christmas all the time. And now there's family's So white, we don't do stuff like that. (laughs) (laughs) Lost. Okay.
0: Lost a little bit of your culture.
1: I know. I know. Totally. So anyways, guys, these, uh, uh, do we have any more? There might be one.
0: There is Is one one more. One more. Why don't you share
1: that one? One more. You're really excited about it.
0: Well, I, I saw this. I've seen this at a wedding before too, and it's having a caricature artist that is there doing guests. Now, the only thing that I have ran into is that it takes a little while. So I've seen it work well when there's like a couple of caricature artists. But then there's the problem where like everybody likes this caricature artist, not that caricature artist. So everybody goes to that. You see campaign.
1: our terrible character art?
0: Wait! Yeah, that does not look like you guys at all, actually. It is
1: so bad. We spent a lot you, of money on it.
0: You it's look- bad. Yep. It's not even like funny. Uh, Like it almost looks a little. You literally
1: just. You literally were just like. I'm looking at
0: you, and you look terrifying. To be honest, I look like like a rapist. (laughs) You you look, you look, like, Uh, uh, not yourself. You don't look inviting, and you're you look. I will.
1: I will post a photo in the private Facebook group uh, a couple days after this releases, so people can see it. Yeah, Lara looks not Lara- like Lara, but she doesn't look. Scary. Lara looks
0: cute, yeah, but yeah. not like her.
1: Yeah. Anyways, this guy like talked about us. He also gave us his number so that we can call him to get more commissions. Uh, he's been doing this for like forty years. Anyways, really not his best work,
0: but they're really but fine they're for funny people.
1: regardless because you're like, oh my god, this looks just like you. Oh my god, it doesn't look like you.
0: You don't know what it looks like until he's done. So whenever they give it to you at the end, you're like you have to look at it and be like, what?
1: But people like, stand, people stand around. People and watch too. So it's also like kind of this entertaining thing yeah. that kind of happens there. Maybe just, maybe just get a good one, you know, yeah. <laughs> maybe, yeah. maybe pick someone that's, that's good. Yes. And take into really cool.
0: the consideration how long it'll take. And so if you need multiple, cause that's the biggest thing I've ran into is like, there's net. So everybody's sometimes crowded around the, the artist, the whole reception, cause they're waiting for their turn. Yeah. So I have seen that happen, but
1: But maybe if you have two Yeah. That might that might go a little better. We also had taught and we didn't have this listed, but we talked about this like having uh someone who rolls cigars, which yes. I love smoking cigars. I do I um, saw not that on every, your Instagram not the a, other day. It's yeah, I do it every Sunday. I smoke a cigar. Um and so I really enjoy it. Uh, you had talked about like word to the wise, if that's something that you want to do. You had an experience that you thought like where it could have gone better.
0: Yeah. I think when, cause the one I was at, it was at a reception and any time, this is just a tip in general, that you have an indoor reception, you want to try to keep everybody in the same place because yeah. once you start to get some people going outside for like the yard games, and I mean this during the reception, not the cocktail hour, Once people start going outside during the reception to like play yard games, everybody's going to start going out there because like they're trying to find their friends and then like the group just goes out there and then another group goes out there after them. And then there's nobody left in the reception hall and the music is blaring and the DJ's trying to get people on the dance floor, but there's nobody inside. So keeping that in mind, I think a cigar bar would work really well during cocktail hour or or an an outdoor outdoor. reception.
1: Yeah. Just
0: keeping that in mind in general cuz i see this a lot at most weddings where people just get split up well, cuz there's an outdoor and an indoor
1: couples think like oh they're going to evenly split but that's not the case people mm-hmm. go where the majority are
0: and people love to be outside
1: yeah and so like especially I, on a
0: nice evening
1: i see this all the time at distillery whenever that that patio is opened up and it's a warm day or it's just the weather's really great everyone floods the patio and then you know people djs are struggling to get people on the love dance floor. to be outside at night yeah like, they, they just think it's, it. it feels like a party kind of yes thing. so keep that in mind wherever you're at and but, if
0: also you can also like expect it too so you're not let down if like the party true. splits it's like this it's going to be a really nice night. I'm expecting people to probably spend their time outside and then be like, how can I work that into where that's a good thing? Cause people are enjoying themselves. So I love that tip.
1: Yeah. So these are just some ideas guys to have a memorable cocktail hour. Basically you just want to incorporate you and your partner's personality into the day. Find something that you want to share with them that you and your partner love that you're excited about, could be a food, could be activity, could be, you know, whatever. Um, And understand that not everyone is going to want to participate and that's okay. But I think a good chunk of people will probably participate. Um, But just don't do anything that you don't want to do. Make sure that you too love whatever you're sharing with your guests
0: yes I think and join
1: your cocktail hour don't don't use it as a babysitter hangout
0: yeah it, take the time spend the time with the people that you love you invited them for a reason also get some mingling out of the way so you can party your tail off during your reception and not spend the whole time circling tables
1: heck yeah with that being said y'all that's all we have for you today feel free to uh check out the show notes in there you will see where you can find us on youtube on social media you can find our private facebook group you can also sign up for patreon to support the show uh we're releasing bonus episodes every single week over there and having patreon hangouts with our patrons once a month ashley you got anything else
0: i don't really good really good job today chris stayed on track (laughs) a lot better than i did
1: So that was great. All right, y'all. We're out of here. Have a good one.
0: See you next week.